Hello, my dear guests. My name is Moni Q, and I am glad to share this moment with all of you today. Welcome to our new episode. I'm with Mr. Unal from Suleiman Demiral University, Faculty of Communication Public Relations and Publicity Department. He works as a research assistant at the university. Hello, Mr. Anal. It's a pleasure to have you here today. Warm welcome to Stratcom Talks. Hope you enjoy being here with us today. Thank you. In today's world, we almost get all our information from the internet. People can reach anything just within their fingertips. It looks like we have been in such a different time period and everything changes so quickly. So if you want to impose something, you can use data. But having too much information doesn't make us smarter, I guess, Mr. Anal. As I can see from your work, you mention this often. Yes? Isn't this correct? First of all, uh, I want to mention that I'm really glad to participate in such an organization as a speaker. I wish everything goes well during the organization and uh, wish you success. Thank you so much. We are happy to have you here. What do you think? that why people get and accept disinformation easily? For this question, I think we, we must first draw the distinction between information and knowledge. These two notions is generally used relatively, um, but of course there is a significant difference between these two words. As Daniel Bell implies in his article Gutenberg and Galaxy, and the computer, sorry, uh, when we use the term information, we actually mean or talk about news, statistics, court decisions, um, text tables, and so on. But all this information, data, content, what we call doesn't matter, doesn't directly relate to our lives. So we can describe the term information as no brainer data set, no brainer content or studied knowledge. On the other hand, when we use the term knowledge, we mention a different notion. We, we talk about a different notion. Knowledge requires intentionality. If we intend to reach it, we have to perform a mental process. So we can barely say that knowledge requires more effort, more mental effort compared to information. Therefore, it's not easy to disseminate or mediate knowledge as like as information because the receiver of knowledge should be eager or ready to get it mentally. Unlike knowledge, information receiver is not needed to have any malignance or mental readiness. For this reason, the full of the internet is information, I think. Because information is hassle-free. As human, we always choose easy way and we don't need any effort to get information. This makes information more attractive compared to knowledge for all of us. Even if we are intellectually full and also no need mental process for information, makes it easy to distort or change. When it's distorted or changed, uh, we begin to call disinformation. So being open to information also means being open to getting disinformation. From this point of view, uh, we can reply the question why we get disinformation easily, as that it results from the nature of information. But this is not enough to answer the question accurately. Except the nature of information, partiality, uh, advocacy, and prejudices makes the exception of disinformation more easy. Because if we feel affection against something, we get positive information related to it without any doubt. Or the same, 
if we feel anger against something, we accept get the negative information related to it again without any doubt. We generally doesn't track whether the information is true or false as long as it's designed according to our beliefs. I mean, our belief and thoughts determine whether we accept this information or not. With no further ado, briefly, I can say to sum up, why we are easily exposed and get disinformation is because of that. The first thing is the nature of information and the second one, our nature of partiality. I understand. You're absolutely right. People usually don't question if the information is right or wrong. If the subject is interesting for them, they like it. Is there any difference between disinformation and misinformation? And if yes, how can we draw the distinction? The answer of the question, I think yes. Disinformation and misinformation differ from each other, I think. Both of them consist of false and wrong information. But intentions for the way of dissemination makes both terms different notions. I mean that there is a, no any difference between this and misinformation in terms of content. Both of the notions consist of false and wrong information. But one of them is created and disseminated intentionally and the other with no any conscious action. That's the main reason, that's the main point why mis- and disinformation is different from each other, I think. Disinformation is false information spread out from a certain source consciously. We can call this information like this. So the motivation of the source creating this information, misleading audience receiver by changing the accuracy of information. But on the other hand, misinformation has not any conscious motivation to disseminate false content. That's the big difference. That's the big point between these two terms. And it's generally distributed by ordinary users, receivers, or audiences, what we call doesn't matter. So we can say that misinformation, rather, helps false information to reach large masses. So it seems that when we call misinformation, when we use the term, we mention copy form of this information actually. Because users on the internet are exposed to disinformation and then post it in his or her profile to be seen by others, it transforms to misinformation. If we sum up the difference between these two notions results from the conscious and intentional action. Disinformation is false information by intention, and misinformation is unconscious dissemination of it. So you're saying that false information is spread out intentionally. I see your point. And disinformation can harm people by changing their mind in a negative way. Do you have any insight about how we can protect ourselves from disinformation? Is fact-checking programs functional for disinformation? I can say that uh, there is no any material or tool to stop false and wrong content spreading out via internet. Because the internet is a kind of decentralized, uncontrolled mechanism used by all people around the world. It's impossible to control who say what or which information will be disseminated. As internet technology promise, the flow of information is free. That's a kind of uh, revolution for our age. But as all revolutions brings, uh, this makes 
this, 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 this also results uh, some costs in our lives. This information is one of the most important price uh, that we must pay in this age. Yes, uh, the internet abolished most of the censorship castrated by authorities, but it also caused a lot of true information. We can talk uh, on the results of it, but I don't want to wander the, from the subject. As I mentioned before, unfortunately, there is no way to stop of false and wrong information disseminated on the internet, but we have we, we have some ways uh, to protect uh, ourselves from misleading information. As you asked, fact-checking programs is one of the ways, but it's not enough. Uh, we should know how to use these tools. Having fact-checking programs is useless if you don't have any knowledge when and how to use them. If you use these programs uh, effective and regularly, we can build up a security cordon for false and wrong information. This is not the only thing. You must also bear a septicell against all information faced with coming from the internet. This soul has already pushed you to use fact-checking programs. If you don't have a, such a sepsis perspective, it doesn't matter you have fact-checking programs or not. So first of all, we should avoid being convinced easily for information obtained from the internet. Then we must try to reach source of the information by using fact-checking programs. If we do all these things, we can protect ourselves from false and wrong information widely. But the functionality of fact-checking programs depends on our skepticism. Otherwise, having fact-checking programs has no meaning, I think. Okay, so let's say that when we don't have knowledge on a subject, fact-checking tools are basically useless. Well, first of all, we need to find out if the information is really true. And I really wonder if everyone can use fact-checking programs easily. So what's your opinion about the effects of disinformation on social polarization? Is there any relation between these two notions? This question is uh, a bit tricky, I think. The reason why I call this question is tricky is because of that uh, we can change, reverse it as uh, what's the effects of social polarization on disinformation. Uh, so uh, we also reply the question in brief, uh, both notion, both term has a mutual relation. Both disinformation and social polarization enhance each other. I had talked on it uh, a little bit while replying the first question, why people are exposed to disinformation, why people accept false wrong content uh, easily. Because of partiality, we said for this question, for that question, feeling sympathy or anger against something determine whether we accept the false content uh, or not, and also makes us vulnerable against disinformation. And we know uh, partiality is a result of polarization, and polarization similarly is a result of uh, partiality. This information, in this way, uh, strengthens the partiality and so polarization, uh, we can say. But this strengthening depends on our beliefs, of course. As long as our beliefs is strong, we are more ready to get uh, disinformation or more ready to get, uh, more ready to accept disinformation. Uh, because the acceptance of disinformation has a relation, close relation, to what we want to hear. Or we can also object to oppose to disinformation if it doesn't uh, tell the truth what we want to hear. I use the term truth here, but while I'm telling this, uh, I consider the truth as 
personal belief. In this term, uh, the effects of disinformation on us depends on where we are, where we locate ourselves, or uh, what we want to hear, or what we don't want to hear. This means how long disinformative, wrong, and false content meets our expectation. Uh, we are exposed to disinformation more and more, or we accept wrong and false content more and more. This reality gives the answer, actually. We choose which disinformative content affect us. Therefore, we also choose how we are polarized. So we can say that uh, disinformation is not the only thing that affect the polarization. Instead, partiality, polarization, and disinformation has significant effects on each other. To sum up, uh, we can say all these notions contribute to changing the nature of information. Thank you. Yes, true. I totally agree with you. Well, it has been so informative talking with you, Mr. Anal. I can see that you have a deep understanding of your field. And with the information you have given us, we can have an idea of how to use knowledge and how to be careful about wrong information. Thank you so much. That was really a great experience for me. I'm really grateful uh, for the chance that I can share my opinion and insight. And I wish, I hope the views that I try to explain will be insightful for all audiences that follow this organization. Thank you again. My dear listeners, we had research assistant Mr. Anal as our guest in our studio today. I hope you had a great time with us. Unfortunately, though, we came to the end of our program. I hope we will meet you here again with our next guest. Until next time, be well. Mr. Anal, thank you. And it was a pleasure to have you. Take care and goodbye.